Welcome back to Trot's Life. Toby McKinnon and Paul Sebastiani with you today. Bruce Hargraves has joined us. Bruce, mate, how are you and whereabouts are you today? Oh, well, I'm on my way to Bendigo today to get a couple of things organised, but um, give me a bit of a break from the turmoil at home. Now, tell us, right, in 1974, you were probably only in short pants, and did you learn to swim in the middle of the track that year? Well, I must admit, we did go down there when we weren't meant to, and we did we did have a swim inside the rail of the track that was there back then. Fair dinkum. That wasn't pre, pre-organised pre or pre-planned or anything. It might look at now, but... So, yeah. that was the last time, and it was about Christmas too, you told me off air. Yeah, it was... I can't quite remember, but I reckon it was Christmas Day again. We got a big, real big thunderstorm, and the, the heavens just opened up, and... The creeks run through the middle of the town. It it ran a bank and burst out into the streets, and and it was threatening a few houses. And they cut a little trench in the in the end of the track to alleviate a little bit of pressure on the on the houses. And the the football ground and trotting track just went under in about a space of only less than an hour. Yeah. Wow. So. The fun, it's not funny. Uh, funnily enough, though, you're not racing this year, so just wind that back and explain why you're not running the Wedderburn Cup this year anyway at Wedderburn. Well, we, we've been very fortunate. We've been working on it for about 10 years, and it's finally come to fruition. We've, got a, we've knocked down the old grandstand, the football sheds, and the trotting pavilion, and we're getting one, one big pavilion where the grandstand was. So that our new our new social rooms will be right almost on the finish line. Yeah. And it's going to be incorporated. So we had a committee meeting and we decided that we're going to be cutting it a little bit fine to get our cup up up and running this year. Um, the pavilion's virtually finished, but there's a lot of earthworks to be done. And as it's turned out, it's been a bit of a blessing because we'd be in all sorts of turmoil if it, if we were racing at home at the moment. And um, you you want something, Paul? You got you're about to yeah. Say no, something. I was just about to venture in and say now with regard to the track, Bruce. What exactly happens now? Is it just a case of yeah. the whole thing needs to be revamped given what's happened, or is it a case of it's it's not too much work? It's just superficial damage to the track. Well, it's a little bit more than superficial yeah. because I don't. I sent you through a photo, but hmm. it um it's got into the base a bit on the on the bottom turn right. on the Chapel Street end. And because the water was that high, it actually run over the top of the track and it's washed washed an enormous amount of surface material off end and it's got into the base. So we're going to have to get down and um, reform that base and then shoot over the top. But yeah, about a month ago, we had a very heavy rain event and all the earthworks going on on the hill Hill, there's a lot of water run across the track and we had problems there anyway and I've had Tom Byrne up there to you know give us a bit of a point of where to start and stop and we thought we were organized but it's uh, I think our tactics will change a bit because there's about 50 meters of the bend washed out so we've um, well, yeah that... we'll just have to wait and see what's available when things sort of settle a little bit mm -hmm. and just work on work on getting it reinstated. I, I think, fortunately, though, you got the 12 months to work with HRV and Robbie Pongo and Tom Byrne, the 
two track guys there to, to get the track right. So as bad as it is, I don't think that's a huge issue. But that so those that aren't familiar, the the trotting track sort of is around the footy ground and the and the hockey hockey uh, pitch hockey as well. Field. Yes, yes, yeah. It's um, yeah. It's all yeah. It's a good setup there because it works in well because you know you got you got your facilities. Even though we don't race a lot, our facilities are used quite a bit. Yeah, because. You know, football goes all winter and we're traditionally a summer club. So we it's maintained very good and it looks very good most of the year round in there. So, so their grounds are underwater as we speak, basically? Uh, no, the water subsided. Subsided, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but it was under underwater for over 24 hours. Um, there's just so much water in there. We've got drainage in the middle of the track, but it, it just took so long to drain. It probably took, well, it was uh, 6 o'clock last night. The, they got a little storage shed out in the middle of our track that yeah. probably you with. Well, that had, at one stage, there's 18 inches of water in that shed. So, and it's filled up a fair bit. I tried, I thought the drain wasn't working very well, and I checked it out this morning, it would have been six foot of water where the drain was running out into the creek. And and the memorabilia for the club as you've been rebuilding, where's all that housed at the moment? Well, a lot of it's down in, in the driver's rooms and some of it was in the some of it was in the hockey shed. Like our honor boards were in the hockey sheds. We thought it was a bit higher and safer in there, but as it's turned out it was no awesome. better off. Yeah. So that we got Yeah, okay. We got water through the drivers' rooms as well, so we've been down there and thrown a bit of the carpet out off the floor. And yeah, we were lucky that most of the stuff in there is on tables and actually stacked on the seat, so it didn't get it didn't actually get wet. And which was a bit of a bonus. You you were telling me that uh, the new building it's going to be digitalised, so you got a lot of photos of all those honour boards, etc. Like very recently. Yes, well we did because the. We reckon there's not enough wall space because being such an old trotting club, we've got a lot of, you know, our honour boards go back into the 1800s. Wow. And the football club's got quite a fair few. And, you know, so we're, we're struggling for a bit of wall space. So we we think we'll have to digitalise a lot of our, our honour boards and just have them scrolling through on a screen. But that's yet to be finalised, but it might have to be now. Bruce, with regards to the club as well, obviously we were saying that you know there's new the there's the new development with the pavilion you just mentioned, which is going to come in very very soon. What about with regards to what's going to happen sort of after that, the vision and the and the future for the club and and ha- and how you see it all faring beyond the pavilion being put in? Is it a case of you want? I mean, obviously you want you want more people there, you want younger people there as well, you want it to be a family tight knit community too. How, how does it all work? sort of from now moving forward in the next sort of three to five years? Well, we're, we're sort of, we've lost a few of our older committee members you know, in the last sort of five years. Yep. So we are in the process of trying to attract newer newer people to the club, but it's going to be probably a good opportunity for us to get more people involved because mm-hmm. we've got a lot of, lot of work to do before we race there again now. So, you know, we're hoping in the next three to five years to really regenerate a, a lot of interest, get get some newer people in and, and go ahead from there. But 
um, at the moment, we've sort of lost a lot of momentum, you know, since we've closed down and with the pavilion being built, we've lost a lot of momentum in the town with our club because it just hasn't been racing at home. But when with the new pavilion, we expect to, you know, really get it up and going again. Yeah. I want to, one day I'd love to see Paul, uh, trotting meeting, uh, like after the after the footy, so you have Wedderburn play Charlton oh, yes. in yes, the middle yes, of the yes. oval, yep. and then we we have the trots on a Saturday afternoon or something afterwards. So you have twelve do, till two. Do an off broadcast line there or something, and then you know <laughs> the first trotting races at three till six or something. And the That'd old fantastic the old picnic style, which I used to love, Bruce. Bruce, thanks so much for yep. joining us, mates, and uh, hopefully uh, things dry out there and everything's not as bad as as the photos uh, pictured. Yes, well, now the water's subsided, we can get in and, and actually start doing a bit. And, you know, we've, you know, we've got a little bit of time to wait until we can actually move forward with what we're going to do, but we'll be in touch with HRV and we'll just have to work out a plan to move forward. And the main thing is, is it's all fixable. Yeah, and just don't invoice HRV for all that time you're putting in there, mate, because those volunteer hours add up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we've... We're a very strong volunteer club at Wedderburn, so we're sort of used to it over the years. It's been done before, and bigger projects than this have been completed with our volunteer force, so we should be right. Good on you, Bruce. Have, have a good rest of the day, mate. Good on you. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, Bruce. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very yeah. much. There's Bruce Hargoes, president of the Wedderburn Harness Racing Club. A break, and then we'll get into some news on the other side.